Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Our Relationships, the podcast. I'm AJ. I'm Kate. And if you don't know, this is the podcast where we go to the relationships subreddit of reddit.com. We look up some problems there, and we give those posters advice, and by extension, we're giving you advice. This is all-encompassing advice. Uh, We've been together for over eight years now. So we've got some skin in the game, as it were. Kate, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are all the lovers out there doing? We hope you had a beautiful Valentine's Day. Yes, we do hope you had a beautiful Valentine's Day. We sorry, we're sorry we couldn't be there with you. We are. We were too busy eating scallops and pizza. Giant scallops and cauliflower crust pizza, which is a bit of a misnomer uh, because cauliflower crust pizza could also accurately be called mozzarella crust pizza. (laughs) It is definitely like, I don't know that it's like a healthier option. It's just low carb. It's just low carb. Anyways. Uh, Hold on one second. Kate, why don't you ask me what I saw last week? What did you see last week, AJ? Sorry, guys. I had to go off mic for a second because we're wearing our good luck heart sunglasses. um, And I dropped them. So last week, I saw a little love in the wild. I was speaking of Valentine's Day. I was coming back home from a run last Wednesday, and I saw a younger couple, probably like 16, 17. And the young gentleman was giving the young lady a novelty-sized teddy bear, and then he was also holding white and red roses and some chocolates. You know, they say white roses. Or are they white? Maybe it's yellow roses mean love. Really? I think so. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's very nice. Neither of those are yellow, though. So anyways. <laughs> so it was like a very large teddy bear? It was a large teddy bear. It was like at least was four feet tall. Was it difficult to carry? Oh. No, it- that's why he was carrying. She was carrying the teddy bear, and that was like taking up all of her arms. And so he was carrying the flowers and the chocolate. I love it. I love novelty size gifts. It was nice. And then I another one, I don't know if this really counts. I don't think it does, but I was uh running on a different run uh through a new neighborhood in a, a town by where we live and somebody actually had like cr- Christmas lights up, but they were in the shape of Valentine's Day stuff. Like they'd made at least like a 3 or a 4 foot tall heart. It was pretty cool. I mean, I'm, go for it. I wish you would have taken a picture. I should have taken a picture but i've been like really concerned I about think my that time definitely counts as love in the wild because right. people are trying putting it to out spread there. the joy putting of it out love there. well fantastic and we appreciate you yeah it's nice to soak it in it really is i like to bask in it yeah and i'm just very appreciative of all the love in my life not just yours but yours is obviously numero uno i love all the love in the world and if i may say this is slightly off topic but kate <laughs> and i binge the new queer eye and it's fantastic and oh. talk about love in the world. Yes. This is the show America needs right now. And I don't mean Everyone to, should watch it. To, Queer Eye on Netflix. On Netflix. I don't mean to boil all of our problems in society down so small. I know there's a lot of uh, syst- like uh, work with the system that we need to do. But goddamn, it's just nice to see people who are different being nice to each other and like crying on TV. It's it feels nice. You will laugh, you will cry like every episode. Every episode. It's so good. But it made me really happy uh, to be like an American and like, oh, we can just have this nice moment. But anyway, so that's some love in the wild. Check out, they don't need our help, but check out Queer Eye. Try cauliflower pizza. <laughs> Try mozzarella crust pizza. Get out there. All right, guys, this is not what you signed up for. You guys listen to us for some. Breaking advice. So let's get right on into it. I'm going to start off here. Kate, are you ready? Woo! Yes. Okay. This is by throw, Bus Throwaway 2018. I, male 20, have been offered a trip to China. My parents, uh, male and females in their 50s, won't talk to me because I am planning to go. So his parents are very safe people. Uh, They both are from the countryside and moved to the city. They are like nothing out of the ordinary. They like nothing out of the ordinary and will never really go outside their comfort zones. I, on the other hand, consider myself polar opposite of this. I love meeting new people, experiencing new and different cultures, and if anything, just being out of my comfort zone. 
So he's in college right now. Yeah. Uh, last year, he got, he was lucky enough to be selected to go to a trip to Italy. And it was just a three-week trip. And he told his parents he thought he, they were going to be excited for him. And they were furious. He was going to miss a nine-day vacation to the same place they've been going on to, uh, to on vacation for the last nine years. He didn't listen to them. He went ahead on the trip, and he said it's one of the best experiences of his life. So fast forward to right now, the school has again selected him to be part of this travel abroad program, and he has an opportunity to go to China from a while, for a while. And he's super excited. China is a place that's been on his bucket list for a long time. So he told his parents, and he said, you think I... You would think I told them I was dying. My father stormed out of the room saying that I had, quote, no business going over to that place. And my mother began trying to talk me out of it. That is not uh, gone to plan as uh, that is not gone to plan as he's already gotten the ball rolling, got his visa, yada, yada. So he they've just not been talking to him at all since they've pretty much gone no contact. He's worried because he's really excited about it. He doesn't mean to be rude or disrespect them, but he's 100% going. Like, he's not going to let this opportunity pass him up. Is there a way I can get them to come around, or do I just have to deal with how they are acting? Wow. Well, I'm glad that he's going anyway. I think that's very important. Um, you should definitely go. You know, I think families, especially like families that are creatures of habit. Yes. You know, you're going to see that a lot. And I think more than anything, you should try to step into their shoes and think about like, you're their baby. And they're just like afraid of everything <laughs> that they don't understand. So that's like kind of where they're coming from. I feel like when I went to teach English in Korea, my brother straight up told me not to go. <laughs> He was like, don't go. And I, you know, and I never looked at it as like him being like unsupportive of me, of but just like protective. Yeah. So I think like if you can understand that, you know, then maybe you can like approach them in a little bit softer of a way. But like if they're going to if they're going to keep being ridiculous about it, they're just going to have to get used to it. And they're just going to keep being ridiculous about it. Uh, in his post, he mentioned that he gets like different strokes for different folks. So at least you've got that going for you, bust throw away. But your parents aren't going to change. And Kate brought up a lot but of good points. But you know what? Points. They might adapt to the fact that you are. If you keep doing it. Yeah, they're going to adapt to it. it. They'll get used to yeah, it. Yeah, if you just keep doing it, they will get used to it 100%. Yeah, they're not always going to like it. but They're not going to like it. But if you just keep doing it, then they'll stop complaining as much and it'll just go away. Yeah, and make sure you get your QT in with them. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he does. Everything else is fine besides that. The other, and it's not, he's only going to be gone for like a month. It's not mm -hmm. a big deal at all. The other thing I want to say is he, he points out that his parents are in their 50s. I want to say I know the world is like a pretty drastically different place now, I guess, uh, with all these opportunities that people have. But one thing I want everybody to think about now and also to pressure their parents a little bit sometimes 50 isn't old. This is too young to start this bullshit. And like I said, like Kate mentioned, you're their baby or whatever. But people can't coddle their parents. Just like your parents might have been hard on you or whatever, or maybe not so hard on you when you were growing up. And sometimes you need a tough, some tough love. I'm a big proponent of not being soft on your parents. They need to fucking sack up. They're in their 50s. They're not like 80-year-old dotards. What is a dotard? Or a dotard. What is that? It was a hip word not too long ago because Kim Jong Un called uh, Kim Jong Un called President Trump a daughter, like a doddering old fool. You still haven't explained what it means. It's just an old fool. It's an you've, old fool. You've never heard so doddering old fool. Fool, a doddering fool, a dotard. <laughs> I don't <laughs> or know. It's PC. It doesn't sound. Good. It's a real word. <laughs> and anyway, all I'm trying to say is. It's not, your parents aren't 80. So yes, do your life and just stand up for yourself. And your parents just have to get over that shit. Good on you for sticking by your guns. All Invite right. them to go someplace new with you. Okay. What do you have for me? 
All right, here we go. My husband, 37-year-old male, and I, 36-year-old female, are disagreeing about pornography. Am I a prude or is this creepy? Ding, ding, ding. We have picked the same question. Yeah, yeah. okay. But tell our, tell the lovers out there. Okay, so um, so this couple. And this, this is by four non-mice. Four non-mice. So four non-mice and her husband have um, a, 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 have a couple that they are friends with. And they are having some struggles because the other, because the guy is cheating on his wife. So their friend is cheating on his wife, yes. their other friend. And so through Oh, this, and the other couple is a 41-year-old male and a 37-year-old female. Yes. And so basically what Four Non Mice is finding out is that the 41-year-old friend is sending her husband like nude photos of the chick that he's cheating on his wife with. And so, you know, the and other nudes. And other nudes. And so Four Non Mice isn't upset that like it's pornography or anything like that, but she thinks it's super inappropriate that this guy is like sending him pictures of like the real woman that he's having yeah. sex with. And so she would just prefer that like her husband finds his own porn the old fashioned way, like on the internet and like refrains from engaging with this other guy's like, like sexed photos and shit like yeah. that. And so her husband told her that a hundred percent of men do this and that she's out of touch and four non mice is overreacting and she wants to know, am I approved? Do 100% of men share porn instead of having their own stash? Do 100% of men share sexting snaps with their friends? Is the male friend a creep? Thanks for any feedback. Is gotta, she naive? No. For, uh, yes, you are naive in the fact that you're asking this question at all. You are being incredibly nice. Even the way you phrase the title, my husband and I are disagreeing about pornography. This is not pornography. And sharing pictures of nude women, sharing without pictures them without them knowing is illegal. Is, yeah, and right? even if it, I don't know if it's illegal all the time, all I the time, know, but, but it's certainly beyond unethical, beyond immoral and fucking disgusting. Ugh. Also, let's just be clear. I I there Definitely is a certain group of guys who do this. This is not 100% of men. I haven't looked at any pornography or shared any pornography with a male friend since I was 16 and there was dial-up internet <laughs> and you had to like scam. Or like pass your VHS Yeah, tape. pass. Or you, <laughs> you found the, you know, the porn in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> you found the porn stash in the woods. For People, sure. I lucked out a couple times growing up. People dumped porn stashes in my trash can because I had an alley. You. Yeah, it was score. Um, <laughs> but I, I'd like to say 100%, not all men do this. I would be fucking, I do know the type of dudes who send this shit around and I would be mortified. Oh, yeah. Not anybody like, I'm friends that we with. we hang out with? No, Disgusting. no, no. But like guys I've worked with and stuff, they're just those Ugh. type of dudes. Honestly, like I read this and it just like made me so disgusted. And like no offense to you, but like men are fucking gross. This is not okay. Like I don't. It's so gross. And, I have like, no it, idea. You should not be sending these. Like your husband should not be looking at those photos and his friend shouldn't be sending them You're, to A 41 year old man is sending your husband naked so pictures of the woman of the woman he's cheating on his own wife with. What is what what do you think that says about like what your husband thinks about respecting women in yeah, general? Yeah, it sounds like he's like an He's awful disgusting. Human. And it sounds like he's on I'm not a slippery slope guy and I'm not trying to equate pornography with cheating or anything like this, but there are some huge red flags that your husband is trying Throwing to convince in the red you. Flag. Yeah, red flag. Uh We had a really good <laughs> combo whistle last week. Maybe I'll just ISO it, we'll <laughs> send it, it in. But all I want to say is, once again, not to conflate viewing pornography with cheating or anything like that. But your husband has serious boundary issues. He has serious respect issues with women. 
just all sorts of inappropriate, and then turning the tables on you and trying to say you're on a high horse, he could be possibly breaking the law. He could be breaking the law by having those nude photos right now. Besides the fact that what, even if they were sharing porn, he's sending pictures of the woman he's cheating on his wife. It also with. That's it makes so me fun. wonder, like, does that mean that her husband is sends cheating? photos of her? I did look in the comments already, and she has zero nudes of her. She's never had a nude photo taken. Of but her. like, and then so the so the, I would be her cons- friend that's getting cheated on by this gross dude or by her husband. Like, does that mean that uh, for non mice's husband has also seen nudes of his original wife? Oh, possibly. I don't I know. I just think that's so weird. Like, if if one of our good friends was sending you, like, nudes of their girlfriend. Dude, that would or be so sending, fucking weird. I would be mortified. Like, I would, I would kill be like, you. Why and would then you? I'd break up with yeah, you. Or if, I'd do something to, like, I would break up with you. If a friend sure. sent so me. crazy. If a friend sent me a nude photo in general, I'd be like, what's what? going on? It's just also, this it's does so not juvenile. count when I send people one of my favorite gifts, which is a shot of Tiger Woods making a putt, and then the gift cuts to a golf ball, like <laughs> kind of landing in a girl's butthole. What? It's funny, <laughs> but that is that's funny, and that's the only thing I've ever sent in only a couple times. But I I can't even imagine looking at porn together as like. A grown man. No. This also doesn't count the time when I showed some dudes at work the Sharpies in the Pooper subreddit. There's like a subreddit where people just put Sharpies in their butt and I thought it was hilarious and told some guys at work. These are humor-based items. They're more in the line of humor than pornography. But, yeah, so... End of the day, you're not naive, you're not a prude, and I'm, I would normally never say this, but like, I'm honestly concerned about your husband's ability to be a good husband to you and like what he's going to be up to. If he thinks this is okay, if he thinks this behavior is okay, it is not a stretch of the imagination to, for me to believe that he considers like cheating okay, or like, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. You need to be... shut this shit down hardcore. He shouldn't even be fucking talking to that dude. He should not yeah. be talking to somebody so fucking gross. I mean, he's gross too. Like He's I, fucking gross too. This is like the kind of stuff where it's just like giving guys such such an awful rap. Like this is literally just so foul. Yeah, this is a super red flag. If this was me and you said that to me that I was being approved and that this was okay. Yeah. I would seriously question, like, if I even knew you, like, on a moral and, like, value level. Yeah. I don't see how that is, like, a, like a compatible thing at all. No, not at all. You. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry for you. Yeah, sorry for You should for drop him like he's hot. You're still young. I, yeah, I really think, I would do some digging and just keep your eyes out. And if he really doesn't turn around you on this one, get out. You think digging? You never Not digging. That. I'm not saying digging. I'm just saying maybe I did say that, but I'm just saying keep your eyes open. Yeah, for other like red flags. Yeah, because they'll probably be popping up. They'll like, probably be popping up flags when you go ice fishing. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I do know a little bit. All right, my 53 year old male girlfriend, 33 year old female. We'll flip a on the situation we normally see. Went on a trip with her boyfriend. While having committed to me. This is by 64 Sparky. So his girlfriend and him started out as friends and became lovers while she was still in a long distance relationship. She didn't break up with the boyfriend right away and made the decision to move in with me while she was still in that long distance relationship. We'd been together about two months by this time. We were very much in love and it was very magical time for us. The reason she didn't want to break it off with him early on was a trip that she'd planned with him to a place she'd always wanted to go. There was an event she wanted to attend also. His family had paid for a rental house at the destination, and she didn't want to have to pay big bucks for a hotel. The plan was that she'd have to share a bed with him. She promised that nothing sexual was going to happen while she was there. To be clear, she wasn't in love with him and had no interest 
Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. <clears throat> and had no interest in spending time with him. It was about the destination and the event for her. She's a very logical, strong person and isn't a liar. She's just a gold digger? <laughs> she's, she's not a liar, Kate. She's not a liar. She's not a liar. She just cheats. Cheating's not lying. No. If you never say it, that means you're not a liar. You just can never say it. But she did say it. She told him. What is even the question? So she was very clear about her intentions and never tried to keep anything a secret from me. Cut to the story. When the destination and the trip came up, he started freaking out, begged her not to go. She was having none of it. She said, I'm going on this trip. Nothing's going to happen. He fucking freaked out the whole time they were texting. She comes back. She says, nothing sexual happened. The trip lasted one week and was over before they'd been together for three months. She moved in with him a few months later. It's now two years down the line. This was all two years ago. Even though I've tried to get past it, I'm finding it difficult to do so. I believe her when she tells me there was nothing sexual. I I seem not to be able to forgive the fact that she hurt me. I often have these little flashbacks of anxiety. I'm not sure if it's possible to move past this. It's possible that deep down I just don't really want to. I'm wondering if there's any insights or tools that I'm missing to help me to start this to fix myself. You know what I have to say to this? You know what that anxiety is? It's your intuition telling you to get the fuck Fuck out. out. Like, I think people want to give people the benefit of the doubt or whatever the hell is going on with you that you think that this woman is a good person. But, like... That anxiety, it's it's your like natural instinct yeah. telling you to get out, and it's probably correct. Like she sounds like she is a liar, and who like I'm very curious about how like your relationship is now. Yeah, she's so logical that she's almost a sociopath. It's just logical, babe. You don't want to get a hotel to use someone for a vacation. That's just logical. And I come on. That's just very logical. Nothing romantic happened on <laughs> this vacation. They just shared a bed together. They just oh, did a I bed say that? In a part? beautiful place. They did share a bed together. In as a well. beautiful place where they serve beautiful drinks. Yeah. And they probably shared a sex towel afterwards, 64 Sparky. That's uh, what I can tell you. Yeah. Sorry to break it. I wish it to people you. just like follow your gut. Like, if you, you know what? A lot of times, if like you're suspecting something, there's a good chance that there is. I think Spar- something going on. Not to turn the flashlight back on Sparky so much because this chick sounds horrible, but you've got some serious self-esteem issues. Not only being with a person like this, putting up with shit like that, two years later you can't get over it. If you, that's not healthy. Even if the problem is you, let's say the cheating or whatever didn't happen. Maybe this. I I don't even want to get into a hypothetical, but let's just say the cheating wasn't an issue. It was some minor thing that really was platonic that you were obsessing over. If it's two fucking years and you can't get over it, then you probably shouldn't be in a relationship, even if you are 53 years old. That is not healthy. You don't deserve that. It's not good for your partner. It's not good for you. Well, also, too, I think it's like maybe it's a confidence thing or something like that, but also... I mean, I, again, I think there's a reason you're not getting over it. And I think it's because you saw it as a red flag, but just kept going with it. And it's like, you don't have to exist in those spaces. You can just find better people. Yeah, exactly. But I, I mean, I'm sure. Maybe now she's like an upstanding citizen. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she's freaking amazing and their relationship is beautiful. That's why I just wanted to bring it back on Sparky though. Like he, sorry. He needs to do some soul searching then. And if, let if it you go can't, or let her if you, go. Yeah, that's it. Those are your choices. And tools or insights, like, you got to sack up. That's the tool and the insight. And I'd yeah. say that whether you were a man, woman, non-binary, whatever. It's not healthy to hold on to stuff like that. Agreed. All right. All right. Ooh, here we go. I, 25-year-old male, mm-hmm. am attracted to my mother. Oh, wow. The title says it all. Yeah, I got it. I'm 25, living with parents, never had a girlfriend. I've got no female friends, not really any other friends. 
I'm at an age now where I should have had a girlfriend, but it's never happened. I've slept with roughly 40 prostitutes in the past year. And I got sick of never having sex because I got sick of never having sex. Fair enough. It lost its thrill and I realized I'm looking for a relationship. Was My it mother 35? Is, he's Was it 25. on number 35? He's no, a... I'm saying when you like it lost its thrill. 40 prostitutes this... in a year? So many prostitutes. I figured it would lose oh, its Lord. edge a little early, like around 10. Please? Sorry. <laughs> My mother is literally the only woman I talk to. These feelings I've been getting make me not want to talk to her. She's the only face I can think of when I masturbate. Oh, my God. Do I speak to her or a doctor or what do I do? And this is posted by Oedipus25. Fresh. I like that. Great name. Great name. I don't know about your situation being great. I'd like to know what you have to say about this as a male who has a mother. I mean, that's gross. It's gross and it's unfortunate, but I think you need to talk to somebody. This, there's clearly something going on with you and sex. The acting out on prostitutes, if, and to be clear. Why is it acting out? Be, it seems obsessive. 40 prostitute visits and you live at home in one year. in one year and let's be clear under i mean under perfect conditions also 25 under perfect conditions with no sex slavery all that other stuff i have no problem with people seeing prostitutes especially people who might have trouble getting intimate with people or anything like that however you are living at home and you had money to see prostitutes 40 times. That's obsessive behavior. And you, you could have afforded a down payment on your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure more. I don't even know how much it costs to see a prostitute, but it ain't cheap. Oh, I have no idea. But yeah, it's not. It's not cheap. But this is what I'm saying. I like 40 times a year is borderline obsessive behavior. And now you're twisting it. I think you are probably feeling pretty normal amounts of sexual tension or a libido for a 25-year-old guy, and it's completely misplaced. You're having sex with prostitutes. What's going on in your own life that you aren't focusing? There's no emotional intimacy, and, and that's, that's what you're wanting. He's not that. thinking, oh, I don't have a girlfriend, so rather than try to get my life together and save up my money and get my own place so maybe I could have a girlfriend and not live with my parents, I've spent $10,000 this year on prostitutes. Yeah. Well, I think it's definitely it's like some sort of emotional There's, intimacy issue. So sure. don't tell your mom. Because he has no real friends. Do not so tell your mom. No, he has no connect. His mom is his only person. Yeah, so that's what's going on. You need to quit masturbating. You need to talk to somebody. Quit fucking masturbating while thinking of your mom. You're you're having what do they call it like intrusive thoughts? If you're gonna have intrusive thoughts, is a horny twenty five year old guy. You're gonna have intrusive, disturbing thoughts. Is most people they're gonna fucking come in there and you're gonna have some gross thoughts time time and time to get. You can't dwell on them and you certainly can't bolster them by encouraging this behavior. All right. You can masturbate to things other than your mom's face. You fucking pervert. <laughs> like, you can. Yeah. So like, turn on some porn and watch porn and masturbate. masturbate. Or don't Go masturbate. But you do have to talk to somebody. And there's no shame. I, it's not perverted to have these intrusive thoughts when you've clearly got some other issues going on. Should you on. tell his mom? Fuck no. Fuck no. What would your mom say? I don't know what my mom would say. <laughs> she would probably think I was fucking around with her. Oh my god, so gross! I don't. Even want it's to so talk gross. About it. But I thought this was gonna be one of those. He got together with his like birth mother. Oh no! That's a very. This is that's just... some wild stuff. If you if you guys want to look that up on your own time, is the stories about sexual attraction between a biological mother father and their son or daughter who was given away into adoption and then they come back later and because they have these super strong emotional bonds 
and they're, they're misplaced, like but they're misplaced because they didn't oh. have time to do it. We're such so the, animals. Yeah, we so really disgusting. are. We really are. Oh, Lord. So, Oedipus, Ed- uh, best of luck to you. You have to talk to somebody and quit masturbating to your mom's face. That's oh. like, you can masturbate whatever you want to. Don't talk about, like, oh, that's not even, I've not, you know, I have never even heard a guy say, and maybe this would be a guys being tough thing. I've never heard a guy say, read it, heard it insinuated that like, I'm so in love with this girl. She's the only girl I crank it to. I've never heard that in my life. Well, men are very much in love with their mothers. Like, I know, I feel like the the male like mother bond is very weird sometimes and it's very strange there are some there's a subreddit called just no mil just no mother-in-law and there are some creepy mother-son relationships but on mother-in-law not by no one. like the daughter-in-law the wife it will write in about her mother-in-law and sometimes it's like abusive or narcissistic behavior, but there's a lot of weird, weird. sexual stuff that happens, like petting yes. and like, yeah. No, oh, I mean, I've gross. seen that kind of stuff and I just don't, I don't know. I mean, affection and whatever, people are different, but. Yeah, never tell know. your mom in a mil- Some things, we're not big advocates of lying on this show, but some things it's better to keep inside. Like I said, it's not your fault. People have intrusive thoughts. It's just part of being human. And like learning to deal with intrusive thoughts is part of emotional maturity. Yeah, and I don't think you're very emotionally mature, which is part of your problem. Get out of your parents' house. Get out of your parents' house. I bet you you're out of there for a couple weeks. You know, you'll be masturbating to the girl down the hall. She'll be the only girl you can masturbate to. (laughs) My 20-year-old female flatmate, 20-year-old male, cheated with me. We moved past it. Now I quite like his best friend. What do I do? So a quick rundown because there's a few players in this game. So the her, which is XOYOXO, we'll call her like Oxy Oxy or YOYO. YOYO is a 20-year-old female. Her best friend and flatmate is Joseph, the 20-year-old male. His best friend, who she's crushing on right now, is Femi. He's a 21-year-old. And Emily is Joseph, the flatmate's girlfriend of four years. So, uh, Oxy Oxy is at university with Joseph. They first met during second year, and they were both complete fuck-ups. He, or messes at the time. He had bad depression, and she had been sexually violated only months before. He was cheating on her boyfriend all the time. Uh, He was cheating on his girlfriend all the time. Oxy Oxy was sleeping around a lot. And they both never like went to school or did anything like that. They were just hanging around, dicking around. A lot of their friendship was just based around the fact that they just have a solid friendship. They were always physically there for each other. One One of Emily, the girlfriend's friends, found out about the cheating. So Joseph was forced to confront it. And him and Emily did work through it, and he quit cheating for a while because they got back together and all of Joseph's friends were really supportive and being like, Emily gave you another chance. You cannot cheat on her again. So they were his friends were kind of keeping him on the straight and narrow. It didn't work. He started cheating again, this time only in secret. So With XO, whatever? No, no, just in general. Okay. Uh, so... During this time, XOXO was having, had a sexual assault or something like that, something traumatic, and she went through a rough patch that she can only describe as sex addiction. She was craving sex all the time. She didn't respect her own body and used sex as an escape from her feelings. She had some morals, like she would never sleep with a friend's boyfriend, but she didn't consider Emily a friend because Joseph was her friend. So they'd always kind of have a weird thing where they're like play fight or like kind of grope each other and just like do goofy stuff like that. And eventually a few times they started fooling around. They never go full blown sex, but it was more than kissing. Mm -hmm. She says it happened about three times and they just let it pass. But since then they've both moved on. 
They have more normal boundaries. He doesn't cheat at all, and she stops sleeping around. She does regret the fact that they betrayed Emily, but she thinks going through that made us better people in a weird way. They've both moved on, and he's not going. she is not going to tell Emily, and she doesn't think Joseph is either. Cut to the show. Uh, cut to the chase. They had a party. Joseph's old buddy Femi comes by, and XOXO Oxyoxy is feeling attracted to this guy. He's a pretty good-looking guy. He's super nice. She wants to do things slow. She just wants to like, start hanging out with this guy, maybe talking to him, but she's worried that talking to his best friend might stir up something in Joseph, and she's worried about Joseph bringing stuff up to Emily in bringing all that shit up again, she's also worried about Joseph, like getting jealous and talking to Femi about her past business, about her like acting out through sex and stuff like that. So she's worried that Joseph is gonna fuck some stuff up, but she thinks she deserves to be happy. She wants to get past her compulsive sexual behaviors of the past and low self esteem and date people the proper way. So she just wants to know in general, what do you guys think? Should she go for Femi or not? I mean, it sounds to me like you are ashamed of your past and you should just have a conversation with Joseph about locking it up so it doesn't fuck up anything with this guy. Because if things work out, eventually you'll probably tell that guy, even in passing, about that part of your life. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, it doesn't need to be the first thing that he finds out about you. No. I think that's okay, too. Um, I think you deserve to be happy. And I think it seems like you and Joseph have, like, straightened things out. And, like, I don't understand your fear of what he'll do. Is he not a good friend? It seems she said like they they're, have a good, they're a good relationship. relationship. So, to me, it seems like yeah, you're afraid he's going to do something. But I think you're just afraid of your past getting found out by this new person. Absolutely. And I think to back you up, even one specific line in here, she says, I doubt he'd like the idea of his best friend being with someone who has made the choices I have made. So you're putting your own self down. Like, I think it would be great, again, and I, and I said this in our last episode, adults having conversations with adults. Yes. You know, and sit down with your friend and, like, air out your feelings because it sounds like you need to talk to someone who actually knows you. Yeah. And I think that he would respect that, like, you don't want that stuff to come out, especially, like, you don't know where it's going to go. This guy doesn't need to know all your dirty, what is it, air, you don't need to air your dirty laundry no. when you don't even know this person. So I think that it'll be fine. I said, like, go for it, talk to Joseph, and I think you're going to be all good. But, like, if you don't, like, come to terms with your past, like, no one else will because you have to accept it. Like, chalk it up to good times and move on. Absolutely. Everyone was a little crazy and young once. Yeah, it's, and you're 20. But also, if you were sexually abused, it sounds like maybe you need to go to therapy for that or cope with that in a different or no, or, yeah, you know. it seems like she, I mean, she's getting her life back on track. But yeah. discuss. But don't sweep your, I feel like you're disrespecting yourself. Yeah. And luckily enough that Joseph and, this would be maybe a different conversation if it was an acquaintance or something like that. But if Joseph is a close friend to you, you should talk about all your feelings. Talk about your feelings about him sharing stuff, about you not wanting Emily to learn stuff. Maybe about your like low self-esteem and regrets about your behavior in the past. And just let them know that you're like s struggling a bit and want to know if one of your best friends is going to be there for you on all levels of your life. Yeah. Now, flip, flip, reverse it. My question for you is, because I know you are a talker. Yeah. Would, not that you are like tell people secrets, but you will enjoy the chat and sure. like okay i'm an information you, gatherer and disperser would you guilty as charged wouldn't you tell your best friend to stay away from xoxo i because this is two best friends who don't know each other like from different realms of your life right sure so your friend from out of town for example comes in you've got this wily friend would you 
would you what would you do would you really not say anything at that age no i wouldn't say anything i would see how the fucking i would see just fall. how things because how go. old are they again 20 and like 21 Everybody was doing oh my crazy God. shit. Back. You're going to probably have like more crazy shit that you're going to be embarrassed yeah. about coming up. Don't even yeah, think. everybody's got their stuff. Make sure you're working through yours if you feel like you're doing it in a healthy way. But everybody has their stuff. It doesn't matter. I, If I was worried about either friend, I would probably say something in an obtuse way, you know? Mm. If I didn't, if I would be, say... Hey, you know, XOXO is like a close friend of mine and she's just going through some things right now. But I wouldn't even volunteer that up. I would wait for questions to come. Yeah, I would just wait and see how his shit goes. Probably like you're going to be over this guy in like a month. Yeah. And it's she said she wants to take things slow. Just take things slow and then just see how it goes. You're so young, Hmm. but you also need to like accept your actions and deal with them in healthy ways if you're sitting around just like miserable about like how embarrassed you are about your past like that's not a good way to live like aj said in uh, when we were talking about in our first problem of today like you have to like let stuff go and i think that means like forgiving yourself as well yeah i think that was our third problem with the 53 year old dude but same thing whatever okay is that it, or do you have one more? Um, I mean, I have one more. We'll fire do up. Do we have time? Yeah, we're at 40 minutes. Look at the... All right. I, 21-year-old male, feel like I compliment my girl's 19-year-old female looks too much. I want to start calling her something non-looks related. And this is posted by this account. Rates? I don't know. Okay, so... This guy calls his girlfriend everything. Beauty, beautiful, gorgeous, pretty, girl, babe, etc., etc. He tells her how much he likes her figure. And they talk a lot about weight and BMIs and stuff like that. So they're probably pretty fit. Pretty healthy, yeah. Um, She knows that he's attracted to skinny girls. And she is very skinny. Um, But he basically like only calls her and compliments her on things related to her looks. He says she's cute or, you know, something cutesy like you're such a sweetheart, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't want her to think that he doesn't like care about her personality um, because all he talks about is her body. So as a result, he wants to call her something other than gorgeous, beautiful or even cutie. So he's come up with Angel. And he's going to start using it tomorrow. But he'd like some more suggestions. What do you think? I don't think you should worry about this. She hates honey and sweetheart is too retro for him. Yeah. You call me Angel and I don't really appreciate it. (laughs) It just sounds weird. And you're doing it to like make fun of me. I'm not doing it to make fun of you. It's a joke. It's not in earnest. It's not true at all. <laughs> You're my angel. See, exactly. I'm glad you could say it on tape for the listeners. so They know I'm not a liar. <laughs> That's not even true. So anyways. is so the Whatever. Quest- what did you just call me the other day? My new nickname? The White Nightmare? The White Nightmare? That was very specific. We saw a product with the name White Nightmare. Kate wanted to purchase it. And I said, that's my nickname for you. That's just <laughs> amazing comedic so timing. <laughs> um, okay, but I would like to acknowledge you that I do think that, like, this could come up where men are constantly like, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, my God, your butt looks good, whatever. But, like, women do want to hear more than that. So I really give this guy kudos to, like, being tuned in that, like, Women like to actually talk about the other aspects of their lives and be complimented on, like, their mind and what they do well and their accomplishments. Yeah, but I feel like that there's ways to express that you appreciate somebody beyond their looks, beyond coming up with a new nickname. Pet names are pet names. Some people make up whole new words to call their significant other. Like, they just make up fucking words or... I call her butter because she's like my little butter. Like, who gives a fuck? Nobody fucking cares. 
Well, he cares. I mean, he shouldn't be focusing on the pet names so well, much. I feel finding... like this is like very sensitive. I'm like very proud of him. He's a very young man for like so, so realizing young. that he like like may not be like showing that he's appreciating his girlfriend fully. Sure. And I appreciate that sentiment and I encourage it. However, I think this is just a little, it's a little misguided. I don't think you should, if you want to show her that you care more, find more things to compliment her on from day to day, like specific compliments. I really like the way you did that. It's impressive how you're working on that. I appreciate your work ethic. That's a really great idea. Let it come up naturally and address those things as they come up. But trying to use some word, a pet name, a pet name is just supposed to be a pet name. Let it ride. You call me a bunch of weird shit. None of your pet names for me. They you call all me come from the Gorgeous heart. George, which is the name <laughs> of my gorgeous. mom's dead pug. That has nothing to do with it. That's when you started calling me it. Is when we went to, to my parents' it. house and you heard them saying Gorgeous George and you still it's say like it to this day. It's a character from a book. It's you're not dead. a character from a book. It's you're a pug literally, who's dead. You're making something up. I'm sorry you're hung up about your mom's dead pug. <laughs> That's exactly what's it's going on. That's probably why you're upset. It's All like, my... I can't remember. It's some character in a book. And it's his name not. Is Gorgeous George. Big. And I saw it was Oh, funny. my God. It's not. You're just in making any me want to call you Gorgeous George more, Angel. Angel. Okay. I say, like I said, I appreciate the sentiment, but I think a better route to be rather than being like Angel. Now she knows that I care about her her ethereal wings as well. Like, what does that mean? I think it's funny. Angels are actually very scary. If you read their descriptions in the Bible, You're angels kind of scary and weird. So angels again, it are suits not you very angels well. are not like the cherubic beings that you see in yeah, some Yeah, I paintings. never thought you were a cherubic being. I'm a powerful semi-deity. In Anyways, any case. I think it's great of you to think about this and that, you know, like, but AJ made a good point. I mean, I mean, you could call her like, what, smarty pants or something? I have no idea. But, you know, but I do think that make the effort to talk about, you know, other aspects of her that are not physical and she will really, really appreciate that. For because sure. men... Do not realize how often they compliment on looks and not on what the woman is actually like doing or accomplishing in her life. For sure. I would agree with him. Okay. All right, lovers. How many compliments do you, as a guy, I get like zero compliments about yeah, my looks or anything else. <laughs> so Yeah, because you're a dude. You were <laughs> trained to just like say this shit to women. This is like it's something that people, it's like you're socialized to be like that. And women are, I mean, not so much anymore, but women are socialized to like dig for those compliments, compliments and that's sure. like social currency, but it's not like that anymore. And I think that this guy is doing a great job of breaking that fucking sure. mold. You're a dude. You get complimented on what you do and you're just so unaware because you're a dude. Fair enough. The wokeness is rising the and the tide shall not be turned. Stay woke. One Stay pet night one pet name at a time. We're gonna break down these walls. And I tried to patriarchy. call you gorgeous George and you shut me down. What kind of physical compliments? Because I need more compliments have? about my brain. You could start calling me the package. I call you crazy every day. <laughs> every day. There you go. <laughs> 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 okay everyone. okay lovers you can't uh we have an exciting announcement once again we are the one and only our relationships podcast we're not the only podcast about the relationship subreddit but that's fine but we are our relationships you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash our relationships podcast you can email us 
at ourrelationshipspodcast at gmail.com. You can say, I think you're doing a great job, guys. And we'll say, thanks, lover. Or you could send us questions about your love life or your relationships in general. Or send photos of love in the wild. Love in the wild. Love it. If your friends being dumb and they're not listening to you and you want us to weigh in, spill the dirt. We're here. We're here. We won't make fun of them too much. In any case, as we always say, from our our relationships relationships to yours, love each other. Sugar. over me.